beautiful souls. You are listening to Discovering Amazing Possibilities, part of the Amplify Her Media Network. I'm Carmen Shields. We are all unique human beings living this human experience we call life. We are all works in progress. What if we took that a step further, pausing for a moment? A moment to ask ourselves, what else is possible? Bringing the question into the forefront of our consciousness without seeking out any answer. What if you were to just be with the question so that you can then choose something different for your life? So this podcast is an invitation to you to ask yourself the question, what else is possible? And to see what amazing possibilities show up. So do the thing. Create the masterpiece. Do whatever your heart desires. Give yourself permission to do it messy and do it anyway. Keep discovering something new about yourself each and every day. Get curious about you. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am so glad you took time out of your busy day to tune in for today's episode. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Reiki and sharing with you what Reiki is and why it can be beneficial as a healing modality and also a tool in your healing journey, so to speak. A lot of people don't really know this about me, and I haven't really shared much about it on the show, but I am a Reiki master practitioner. I'm not currently teaching Reiki, but I can, if I so choose, in the near future. And right now, I am seeing clients for Reiki sessions and doing distance Reiki. That's the really cool thing about Reiki, is you don't necessarily have to be in person so to speak, for Reiki to be just as effective as a healing modality. And I wanted to share a little bit about what my journey has been like with Reiki, how it's helped me, and some of the things that I've learned about myself on this journey with Reiki. I do want to preface this episode by saying While I will be sharing information about Reiki on this episode and sharing a little bit about my journey and my experience with Reiki, I am making no claims that as a Reiki practitioner, I heal, treat, or diagnose any physical ailments, any mental ailments. So if you do need to go and see a medical doctor or a therapist, I would encourage you to seek out help as needed. Now that we got that out of the way, Reiki is also a complementary and an alternative method to your own healing journey. I like to call it another tool added to your healing toolbox, so to speak. The first thing I want to talk about are the Reiki myths, what Reiki is and what Reiki is not. I get a lot of questions. Well, first of all, I get questions, what the heck is Reiki? I've never heard of it. Or is Reiki a massage? Or is Reiki a religion? No, it is not a religion. It is not a massage. It is 
an energy healing modality. And what I do as a Reiki practitioner is facilitate that energy. So we all have energy centers within the body. And sometimes when we're stressed or the body is stressed or we have pains, aches and pains in our body, that energy is stuck. And that is one of the reasons why we experience the physical ailments because in some areas of the body, the energy is not flowing as it should in the right direction. So here's some of the myths about Reiki. Myth number one, Reiki is a religion. It is not a religion. There is nothing for you to believe in. The only thing about Reiki is that there needs to be a willingness to be open to Reiki, to allow Reiki to go to where it's needed most for the client's well-being. And Reiki is not a religion. It's not based on any particular religious doctrine. However, it is spiritual in nature. So whatever you define spiritual, that's what Reiki is. The principal teachings of Reiki embrace a life of balance and promote spiritual growth. It does not infringe on anyone's beliefs or personal values. So you don't need to believe in it for it to be effective. Leading into myth number two, you don't need to believe in Reiki for it to work. You don't actually need to believe in Reiki for it to work at all for you. All you need to be is open to allowing Reiki to go where it's needed most for healing and your well-being and to the possibility that it might actually work. Myth number three, Reiki is a type of massage. No, it is not. This is not massage therapy. I'm not a massage therapist. And I actually try to steer clear of calling myself a Reiki therapist. I like to use the word Reiki practitioner. It does not involve manipulating bones or tissues. Reiki practitioners use a light touch with their hands on their client's bodies. Or if the client prefers not to have the hands on, they will hover their palms over the areas. Myth number four, giving Reiki to others depletes the Reiki practitioner's own energy. Here's the thing about that. Since the Reiki practitioner never uses their own energy, there is no energy to deplete. I, as the Reiki practitioner, am simply a facilitator, which means I'm facilitating the energy, the healing energy from source and it's flowing through the practitioner to the client as needed. Myth number five, you can't heal yourself. And this is one that is very interesting because not a lot of people believe that you can heal yourself. And we're all made of energy, right? Everything is energy. And the body is an amazing organ. It's a very large organ, and it can, in fact, heal itself. So as a Reiki practitioner, they can help people with a variety of needs, but that's not the only way. You, as a client, have energy within, 
and it is transformed and impacted by your own thoughts and your own actions and any type of energy that might be stagnant or stuck. So it's not just by external means. So what is Reiki? I'm sure you are curious to know and I would love to tell you. Reiki is Japanese for universal life force energy. It's uh, universal or all-knowing and it is a life force energy. So Reiki aims to balance the body's flow of energy to ease stress, promote relaxation, and support an individual's health and well-being. Reiki is a really good way of channeling energy and balancing the energy centers, or another word for energy centers are chakras, if you've heard of that. It's used for stress reduction and relaxation, and the overall experience usually results in comfort, relaxation, feelings of peace, love, and clarity. So I get a lot of questions about Reiki and side effects. Are there any side effects? There could be. There could not be. You might not actually feel anything if you're getting Reiki for the very first time. And that's actually pretty common. I tell my clients the biggest side effect you will have is that you got the best rest ever. Or you took the best nap ever. And I'm saying that a little bit sarcastically because if you are going to see a Reiki practitioner and they know what they are doing. They will be facilitating this session with all the love and all the light. Nothing of any harm will come to you. And I actually had some clients that said they felt more relaxed overall after a Reiki session than they had with getting a massage. So... It's a type of Japanese healing art with the human energy system and this governs the body's natural resources to heal. It really operates within the chemistry of our being that's deeply rooted in energy. And that energy is always reflecting within the body through our mind, through our emotions, through our physical well-being. Here's an important thing to know about Reiki. It's a complementary and alternative therapeutic health service. I try to steer clear of calling myself an energy healer. While that may be the case, I try not to use that word because it is a complementary therapeutic health service. So it's a natural and safe method of holistic healing and self-improvement that anyone can use as long as they're open to it. The other thing about Reiki sessions is I always ask permission from the person that I am facilitating Reiki for. You always want to do that because you never want to just send Reiki to someone who may not be open to receiving Reiki. So how does it work? Very good question. It's done through light touch and based on the idea that there's an unseen life force energy flowing through us all the time. 
And that life force energy is what causes us to be alive. It's what makes our blood flow. It's what makes our organs function properly. Reiki heals by flowing through the energy centers or otherwise known as chakras and it supports and charges effective areas with a positive high vibrating energy. So what I like to do in my sessions is I like to feel the energy flow to see which way the energy is flowing within someone's body and then determine what they would need from there. I'm sure you have questions about how to prepare for a Reiki session. And I like to include this for my clients because if they are someone who's getting a Reiki session for the very first time, they're curious to know how to prepare. So there's a couple of things you can do when preparing for a Reiki session. And this is what I like to share with my clients. The first thing is write down the intention you would like to set during the Reiki session. In other words, what would you like to focus on? What's the reason for the session? Is it physical, emotional, mental, spiritual? Or do you simply want to receive Reiki for relaxation? What's something you can expect during a session? Reiki objective is to balance the body's flow of energy to ease stress, promote relaxation, and support an individual's health and well-being. Stress can be a really hard thing on our bodies. It can be a really hard thing on our mental well-being. It can create energy fatigue or exhaustion. And when there's insufficient energy within the energy centers, or like I mentioned before, if the energy is flowing in the opposite direction, there are a lot of things that are going to cause maybe depression, maybe physical ailments within your body. You're going to feel some extra pains, or maybe you're going to feel depressed. So when the body is not generating the sufficient energy for the tasks it needs to perform, then that's greater than the normal energy that the body can cope with. During the session, I survey for energy blocks and see which direction the energy is flowing within your body. And the facilitation of Reiki replenishes these affected areas within the energy blocks, and it can break up any resistance within the energy system. And once this resistance is eliminated, you have a restoration of balance. The other thing to know about Reiki is Reiki is really interesting in the sense that you can give yourself a Reiki self-treatment. I try to do it a couple times a week for myself, and how you can do that is... First of all, you can go to my website, (laughs) IamCarmenShields.com, and I have a Reiki PDF that shows you the different techniques and areas where you could perform a self-Reiki treatment. So when you do this, you want to just observe your body without any judgment 
and you want to create a clear space for the energy to flow. And if you have any thoughts that pop up, that's okay. You can say thank you to those thoughts and just let them pass on like a cloud. Just remain present and observe. You can focus on your breath and allow the energy to be drawn through you. And pay attention to any sensations that you notice. You'll want to set the intention that you're drawing the energy of love and light in and observe how that energy flows into your body. If you're wondering what this energy is I'm referring to, it's really the creative intelligence that organizes our world. It's the energy that's seen as the basic component and sources of all life. And I mentioned life force energy. If you want to get a little sciency, <laughs> the human energy field is you can't see it, but you can feel it. And it's made up of seven levels of energy. And these energy levels correspond to these energy centers called chakras. And chakras are a life force that allow the energy to flow through the body, which flows into physical and mental and emotional bodies. When the energy system's working within harmony, the system runs smoothly. And when the energy system has an energy deficiency, you then find imbalance within the energy system. And this imbalance can contribute to pain, depression, illness, or just a sense of feeling disconnected from yourself or from your life. Having a balanced energy system is essential for the body to be balanced. It's essential for your mind to be balanced, your emotions to be balanced. And Reiki really helps to restore that balance within the body. So now that I got all the boring Reiki facts out of the way, or maybe you thought it was interesting. Who knows? I thought it was interesting. I'm going to shift gears here a little bit and share about my journey with Reiki and how it's helped me on my healing journey. I started receiving Reiki back in 2014. And I learned about it because I was going through a very emotional and intense time of grief. And my body was reacting in a physical way that was causing a lot of pain. And when we're thinking about energy centers, when energy is stuck or stagnant or going in the wrong direction it can then result in physical sensations. And that's what was happening with me. Not only that, I probably had kept this grief stuck within my energy centers for longer than that. So this very well may have been energy that was stuck or stagnant for years prior to when I started receiving Reiki. All I know is that My very first Reiki session, I had this immense release of emotion overcome me, and I started to feel better. I started to sleep better, and I was more relaxed and less stressed. So 
that's what I experienced, even my very first Reiki session, not really knowing what to expect. I kept receiving Reiki even after my very first session and saw the benefits. And a couple of years later, around 2017, I decided that after receiving Reiki and learning more about it, I wanted to actually become certified as a Reiki practitioner. I wanted to be able to share Reiki with more people, and I wanted to facilitate Reiki for others. So I got my first certification in 2017, and that was really exciting because then I could start practicing Reiki. And at first, I started just doing sessions for family and friends, and then I decided I wanted to continue on. So I got my Reiki second degree level, and then third degree level, expert level actually, it's not third degree, it's expert level, although some other places call it third degree, Reiki third degree. And then I took a little time off because I didn't feel the need to continue on to become a Reiki master, so I took some time off. But then I had this feeling that I really wanted to become a Reiki master. It's sort of like going on to get your master level degree after your bachelor's or whatever in college. And becoming a Reiki master, I would have the ability to teach Reiki. So I could teach a Reiki class to others. And I hadn't had the intention of doing that, but I just knew that becoming a Reiki master practitioner was part of my journey in learning Reiki and facilitating Reiki sessions for other people and teaching them about Reiki and how Reiki can contribute to their healing journey. It can contribute to their body's own way of healing itself. So that's a little bit about the journey I had and my experience of receiving Reiki and learning more about it and becoming a Reiki practitioner. I did have a Reiki business in 2018, and in 2020, I decided to close my business because I just wasn't feeling in alignment with it anymore. And so I took some time off, and now I am back practicing Reiki again. It feels really, really good. It feels more in alignment, or rather, I feel more in alignment with it all, and I decided to start a new business, which also is very exciting, a little bit scary, but it feels really good, and for those of you who don't know what the name of my business is, it's called Discovering Amazing Possibilities. Yes, it is the very same name as this podcast, but I thought it was very fitting to call my business that, and not only have a focus of Reiki, but include my podcast, include my website, include the newsletter that I'm starting once a month, and being able to share more about Reiki on the podcast and in the newsletter. With that, I wanted to let you all know, for those of you listening, 
that I am offering distance Reiki sessions for 10% off now through December 30th. So if you are interested, I will put the information in the show notes and you could book a session. Or if you have any more questions, you can email me at hello at IamCarmenShields.com. You can also send me a DM on Instagram at AmazingPossibility. That's my Instagram page. If you'd like to connect, I'd love to hear from you. And I am really excited to be sharing more about my journey and some of the healing tools that I can add to my toolbox, to my healing journey toolbox. And I hope maybe this might have inspired you a little bit more too in bringing to your awareness of what are some of your tools that you have in your healing journey toolbox. I want to leave you with this last and final thought. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? If you enjoyed today's episode or were inspired by something you heard, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any episodes. You can also connect with me on my website at IamCarmenShields.com or over on Instagram at AmazingPossibility.